crazy, disruptive, explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Recapic Podcast. It's the real hot shit right now this week. Real it's, hot. It's like nine o'clock and it's still through triple digits. It's right. like and by the way, we're just for the record, we're not in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh. Shout out OfferPad. Uh, OfferPad.com. We're still looking for sponsorship. If anyone is uh, interested, Phoenix is a great place. I know it's hotter than hell there, but we're we're sort of like Phoenix here right now. It's like 109 degrees. We're it's, kindred. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, which would make you want to sponsor our podcast. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, of the ideas that we've had, top 10 at least. At least. Yeah. One of the other better ideas we've had. Mm-hmm is doing a post-Father's Day podcast. Right. On Young Hustle. Yes, that was a good idea. With the fruit of my loins. I've always thought you had great loins. <laughs> my own, my very own, Gavin Lee Brown, my son. Oh, that's you can say hi, bud. Go ahead. Hello, guys. See? Did you hear how he lowered his voice? <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't, I didn't lower my voice. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I d- Whatever, dude, what come on. Up? You were just talking to us a little bit. Yeah, this is Gavin. He's like, hey, guys, we're doing a podcast tonight? Sounds like, great. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Hold bro. on, let me post something on my Insta, on my Snap. on my. What'd you post it on? It was on Snapchat. Oh, it's posted on Snap. It's great night for a podcast. Hashtag hustle. And he's, and he's like, I'm Gavin. <laughs> Gavin Lee Brown. No, seriously, we've, uh, we've actually had... Uh, Whitney on now. So Whitney got to come on. Heather's the girl boss star. Which girl boss is with us tonight too? Hi. Yeah. Uh and you are you're Jody Sally, correct? Am I correct? Still am. Okay. Thought so. Jody Unless Sally. you want to refer to me in the triple name. Then you'd have to go by my real name. Joseph. Joseph mm-hmm. Gregory Sally. God damn that's Doesn't that so sound tough. so like Is that is that with an F? Is that Joseph yeah, with an F? With an F. Oh yeah. my like God, it was some kind so of badass. Like a vodka. Joseph Grigori vodka. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it, will, it will make you into something better than you are. We should start a wow. vodka when we're not doing this. If, after <laughs> we, you, you should look at writing commercials. I should. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I'm going to make my own vodka. How do you make vodka? Google that up. Let's find out. Or I know we do potatoes. Potato we, we live in Idaho. We live in Idaho. I got so all the potatoes I'm going to handle. Probably the thing, but. I have purple potatoes in my garden this year. I, I know that was really random, but I do. It's a true story. It's what we do. We take left turns. Anyway, so Gavin Lee Brown is here. Mm-hmm. This is a post-Father's Day edition of the Recapic Podcast. And we are talking about. Young Hustle. Hashtag Young Hustle. Hashtag Young Hustle. So. I, you know, I feel like our listeners probably already know Gav. They his reputation proceeds. His reputation proceeds. So, I mean, and here's the, here's the great part. My own son doesn't listen to our podcast. So he really has no clue what we talk about or the fact that we've talked about him on here. So he's coming in this totally blind, which is awesome. I am completely blind to what's going to be going on tonight. Because right. so. your favorite podcast is? Uh, Stiff Socks Podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wow, that <laughs> Trevor Trevor Wallace and Mal- Michael Blaustein. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. So if they want to sponsor our podcast, they could sponsor our podcast too, and yeah. they could. And Gavin's open to being on their podcast. Yeah, if they, if they want to bring me on, I'm completely open. Um, my schedule's. I mean, I, I'm going on a trip tomorrow, but um, I but should be. That I'm totally open. I As should he be looks open at after his that. 
wrist like he has a watch on and he doesn't. It's he's, a habit. He's never owned a watch in his life. It's, I don't know. I think I did it to be funny once, like a couple years ago. And now every time I look at a date or a time, I look at my blank wrist. You have never owned a watch? Never in my oh. life. Kind it's of, another one of those things. That kind he's of never, me. He's never read a phone book. Really? Mm-mm. They still make those, right? <laughs> I don't think so. A phone book? I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Oh, you mean the doorstop? Yeah, we've got one. Have you have you ever talked on a phone that's corded? I have. Okay. You have? Well, like a work phone? Uh, no, it was when I actually got in trouble for uh, like getting in a fight in sixth grade, and the principal made me call my parents on a corded phone. To call your mom oh, or your dad? I go. called my dad. Obviously. Yeah, because your dad would be like, did you, did you win? Yeah, and he was like, we're going to get ice cream after this. I was like, all right, oh. sounds good. I told you, I'll buy my ice cream fruit all of, the time. Fruit of the loins, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what'd you do? What What was the fight about? Oh, so it was like sixth grade. I was dating this girl, and some guy called her a bitch, and so I. You're like not on my watch, bub. Yeah, so I choked him out. You choked him out? Yeah, yeah. They frowned on that. In sixth he did grade. little little the jujitsu move. This dad showed him, and he put him in sleep. Yeah, and yeah, the principal. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go buy." I see. He goes, "I have to suspend him," and I'm like, "That's all right. I'm gonna buy him ice cream." And he goes, yeah, the kid deserved it. See? And so then he even let him, like, you were hosting the, uh, you were the MC for the talent show. Yeah, yeah. The day you were supposed to be suspended. And he's like, well, we're still going to let him MC, but he's suspended. Yeah. I, oh, it was so <laughs> badass walking in there. That's, like, I was walking, like, this bad boy. I was just sitting oh, yeah. in the house all day in, like, my little tuxedo or, like, my nice clothes. And I just walk up in the play, like, after everybody coming in from in-house. Like girls were fainting and stuff like that. Like a prisoner, I'm sure. Like a prison, like they. I love his humility. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, it's infectious. <sighs> yeah, gets it from his mother. Yeah, I, I wondered. <laughs> I was over here wondering, <laughs> on the edge of my seat. So we we like to talk about. So just so you know, Gav, um, I have a podcast that's called the Recavic Podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for about three years now. Uh, it refers to uh, sales, business, and marketing. It's wildly successful. Um, gotcha. millions and millions of listeners. It's just, it's right above, if you've ever heard of Joe Rogan, uh-huh. right above his. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're above just, or just below? right above his. He yeah. takes oh, notes. Okay. That's why yeah. he takes four hours to do right. a podcast. He's like, I can't get it in He's trying an hour. to get in that groove. How right. do those guys do that? He's like, how do those recavic guys do that? He, You know, we have a great relationship with Joe, though. Yeah. Okay. And so we basically like to talk about the uh, the the business, the marketing, and the sales. And you do all of those. And you're 17 years old. He's a trifecta yeah. of coolness. Okay. So I'm gonna, I've am i already done a lot of bragging on you, but we're going to do, do some more bragging on you. So you've got, so you're a uh, very good student. You have a great, great grade point average. Yeah. Okay. I've had a couple little stumbles here lately, but. Yeah. We're been straight A's most of your life with a couple <laughs> little stumbles. Yeah. Along, along with everyone else in school. Yeah. We're, we're at like a, a 3.94 right uh, now. Yeah. So a little stumble there. Uh, you've, you're a great athlete, play football and lacrosse, love football, love lacrosse, really love lacrosse lately. Yeah. Well, I figured out, I was, I was, I was, uh, had a weird talent to play lacrosse. I was just super weirdly good at it and I like sports I'm good at. So Mm -hmm. stiff socks podcast. (laughs) Yeah. He likes the stiff socks podcast. (laughs) Yep. And, uh, and then you run your own company or business called two way holland mm-hmm. which is a haul off company so why is it like okay you know 17 year olds 
without being disrespectful, I, I appreciate your, <laughs> I appreciate your I like disclaimer. <laughs> I appreciate your cockiness, but without being disrespectful, why is it that you have the ability to do this, and some of your uh, your friends prefer not to do that? Honestly, it's completely mindset, and I think a lot of how they were raised, and I, it's not like dissing on their parents or anything like that, but like. For me, I grew up in a construction family. I mean, you've worked construction my entire life or sold and bought and built companies and stuff like that. And so I think a lot of kids just don't have that mindset. They grew up with their parents working a desk job. And so they never were out on a job site or doing labor as a kid and doing that stuff at a young age. You might, I mean, that's the only way you're going to be able to be successful at my age at least you might be able to be successful later in life but you're gonna have to start learning that hard labor when you're my age rather than how I was learning that hard labor at 10 11 12 years old and when you're making me do basic things pulling weeds doing that stuff and oh, you're letting me how come. horrible you had to pull weeds I actually you know it's actually funny is oh. that pulling weeds is the one thing I refuse to do now I, I will do anything I'll build a house you're like above I actually do pulling. I do build houses but I won't pull weeds I'm not pulling weeds. What if the weeds need he to be did. pulled and you're the I, only one left? Trust me, there's right outside. I've seen your yard. There's right outside the Offer Pad recording studio. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> pad.com. We have some weeds, right? And I so I, I threw it out to him. I'm like, dude, you know I make some money because he is going on a trip. We'll talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So he's going on a trip. He's going to be basically on vacation for a good part of a month, right? Mm-hmm. And he's realized, which a lot of kids don't realize at his age, another thing I'm proud about, is that you don't make money when you're on vacation. No. So no. he's been no, working. You spend, you spend money on vacation. At a different rate, oh. it turns out. Sorry. We sorry, mute our phones on this podcast. Oh, yeah, my gosh. That, what yeah, a rookie mistake. I'm sorry. Me, I'm sorry. You want to answer it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it a, a business call, is Gavin? It, yeah. It, it's not a business call, but I can call and say I'm on a podcast. Okay, I'm on a podcast. Hey, man, I'm on, I'm on a podcast right now. I can't I can't really talk. <laughs> Yo, I'm on a pod. I'm doing a podcast right now. I can't, I can't really talk. What? Oh, in the offer pad studio, you can you can podcast in. Offer pad, shout out. Well done. Well, like father, See, like son. That's got it. All right. Well, I'll call. I'll call you later, man. Okay. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> you have to send him a snap or something so he doesn't. He, he's not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I was on a podcast. He's like that guy's like. Oh, so I'm, I'm I famous? <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. So yeah. So, anyways, go ahead. You were. Oh yeah. Um. Basically, I just really think it's a lot of like, because I mean, people can still be successful later in life without with growing up in white collar jobs and stuff like that. And um, but I just think growing up with a blue collar background and blue collar lifestyle, I think it really helps to be able to be successful, hardworking wise at a young age. Like, I mean, I know a lot of guys that their parents grew up in white collar jobs, but and they went into like I have, have a buddy that's really good with cryptocurrency and stuff like that. He's really good with computers, and he makes really good money it's doing mine that. a little Bitcoin. But he, I'll tell you what, I don't think he's ever mowed a lawn in his entire life. Oh, yeah. And so there's other ways to be successful, but being successful in a hardworking standpoint, I think it's, at a young age, it's all about your upbringing and your family. So I think there's a mindset there, too, because you are, I, I know your parents, and both of them are very hard workers. However, you possess an edge that is not as 
common as I wish it was. Because I'm pretty hard on my kids on that stuff. They do not have the same, like, that grit. You just have a, you have a gritty, like, I'm going to go get this done. And you figure out a way to do it. And you go do it. So there's, that's, that's part of that whole mix of how that stuff all works. There's a, a the nature versus nurture yeah, argument. Yeah. You're, a, you're a good example of both of them where you've been exposed to work ethic and then you get it. Yeah, and exactly. there's a lot of people that don't get it until they're like 35 or 40 where they're like, well, how am I going to get that boat? I want a boat. They can't figure it out. And then they got to do the work to, to get the whatever it is, whether it's a boat or a house or a person that will pull weeds. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I, I completely agree with that. And it's a big thing for me because I, I almost take it personal when I can't get something done. I, I get pissed off. You should take it personal. And so that's, that's a thing. Like it's almost, it sounds weird to say, but a lot of, a lot of times it's fueled by, uh, by like, uh, always competing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I was saying, that's earlier, the edge. That's the grid I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, like, like I said, I was, like earlier when we were talking about the trip and stuff like that and getting extra money, I've been, uh, working for one of our, our framers and stuff like that, helping build houses and to pick up extra hours when I'm not doing call offs and stuff like that. And he's probably one of the hardest workers I've ever met in my entire life. And maybe surround too yourself. Hard to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bingo, card. bingo, bingo card word right there. Surround yeah. yourself with good people and feed off of them. Right. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Hard worker, isn't he? Yeah. Super, I mean, crazy hard work. I mean, works seven days a week, almost too hard. I mean, like he, works, some people are just wired that way. Works, they love it. Works through holidays and stuff like that. And I mean, but he's, it's, it's great for me to be around him. Cause I mean, I'm a, pretty hard worker in a in a societal standpoint compared to everybody else but i mean compared to him i'm a fry cook at a burger king so it's like i'm are you saying that they don't work hard i mean they, they probably don't <laughs> yes they do fries are very difficult yeah but you're also in a building not out in the 109 degree temperature it's what if it's 130 degrees back by the fry it's cooker not, machine but it's not how do you know you never worked at burger king yeah, I've never would stoop that low. Oh, that's harsh. No. I think all kids should actually have to work in a restaurant, at least for a little bit. You know, my mom's the same thing. Yeah, you know why? Because then you appreciate it and you respect it. And you go, that sucks. I don't ever want to do that oh, again. Trust me, I, I completely appreciate people that work at restaurants. I mean, I tip everywhere I go. Jalen but- worked at Texas Roadhouse for a day. And she was like, ooh, square peg, round hole. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah. So, by the way, we tried to get Jalen. Jalen was going to yeah, be on Jaylen, tonight. Jalen had a rough day today. Didn't fit the schedule today, to, but uh, she is going to come on too because we, we yeah. made it a goal to have all of our kids on to talk about. We had a good parental conversation, though, because I was like, you got to do this. You got I was leveraging. And she's like, Dad, remember the whole conversation about respecting boundaries? Mm. And I was like, oof. Wow! Yeah, yeah she, she she really she got that was a little jujitsu move there she using told, your yeah. energy. She sixth grade choked me out, and I was like, "What happened? Yeah. What just happened?" Yeah. So, but good, she good for her. We'll, we'll have her on. Yeah, she'll be on. And then we got uh, Heather's been kind of quiet over here, but so you were not here She's, for your daughter to be no. on when Whitney was on. No. She was wearing your shoes. <laughs> Heather, your shoes yeah. were here. Yeah. But how was it to have like? I mean, you hear? I mean, obviously, we talk about it all the time. There's a crazy similarities between Whitney and Gavin. And so Whitney being 21, Gavin being 17, you're, you've seen a mature a little bit ahead. So you're kind of, you've seen a few, a few chapters ahead of where Gavin's at with Whitney. What do you think of when you hear one? Did you, when you heard the episode of Whitney on here, have you listened to it? I did listen to it. Um, it was 
very funny to listen to. Listen to her like I, I don't like listening to myself, but then And it was kinda like listening it to was yourself. Kind of like listening to myself. <laughs> it was very it was very weird. But I already knew before I even listened to it, she had told me about everything because, you know, she and I talk about all of that stuff. So she told me about everything she talked about. But it was it was very interesting to listen to what you talk about nurture versus nature and, and you know, what she feels is just like kind of bred into her and what right. she grew up as that was just normal. And that's where I think Gavin is, you know, he's very much that he's grown up and, and working hard is normal. Mm-hmm. Right. And when he wants something, like you I think put in the work to go put, do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You don't just expect somebody to buy it for you. Well, and I think they see the one thing that like Whitney said, and I and I I can't remember if she talked about it on the podcast where we've talked, her and I have talked about it. And I think it's true with Gavin is like when you grow up in a house where there's 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 not necessarily an eight to five, right? Like your day doesn't end. Like I think there's people who grow up in families where you know, it's like, oh, you know, you know, the Fred Flintstone mm-hmm. whistle blows down the back. You know, you slide down the dinosaur. Sure that was. <laughs> that, was, that was my Fred Flintstone. I uh, thought that was something else. Oh. I was like, that's not how you end the day. Yeah. <laughs> so when the when the have a different sound the, effect. The whistle, yeah. When the whistle blows, and then you just go home. You sit around the table. You have dinner. Like everyone stops doing mm-hmm. shit right at five o'clock. And I think that we're with our kids, and this is true. I mean, even even your mom, who you know, she's not in the entrepreneur world, but she works for a company, and she works fucking weird hours, mm-hmm. and she works her ass off. Like she's always worked late. Like she'll be on conference calls. Like she does international, so she oh, she's yeah. you know you're used mm-hmm. to seeing your mom work till nine o'clock at night. Like that's not weird. So like I think you grow up in a household, you know, in, in two households in your case, where you see. Just you, you, you work till the work's done, right? Like, yeah. there's not a feeling of like, it's amazing to me. Like, even trying to hire some of Gavin's friends and different, you know, over the years and different people, it's like, uh, it's like five o'clock. Can we go? When like, did that? You know, four o'clock. Can we go? And it's when like, did that change? No, we got to finish the job. Because I think in the last twenty years, that has drastically changed. And I think coming out of COVID, if you go look around and go talk to people trying to hire people right now, good luck. It is a nightmare. <laughs> Nobody wants to work, oh, which yeah. oh, which yeah. is interesting on one end of it. But here's the thing, and this is the thing that I try and tell my kids about being smart enough to position yourself behaviorally. So Gab's doing something that's brilliant that's going to put him leaps and bounds ahead of his contemporaries. Because he's willing to do the work and he puts himself out there and it's you, you go into the to the mess of COVID with five units of hard work, you come out with twenty-five because of how much that stuff pays off. Because nobody wants to do the work right now. The guys that are willing to do the work are gonna crush it and position themselves to where five years from now, when their friends are still at a, a lower level of whatever company ABC. But you put in the time already and you're the supervisor, supervisor slash manager slash I started my own company. Like just that ability to fast forward and kind of speed up the progression of that because you're willing to put in the time at a difficult time. Right? Well, Gab, tell us, give us your take. And again, without being disrespectful to your friends. 
You can be. This is like they don't listen anyways. But it's a general. But you don't. I know. But you just don't want to be a dick. No, just don't call out your friends. Like, yeah, I don't know any of your friends. Anyways, but but just so because I think this is an interesting. You have an interesting outlook on it. Um, Look at your friend. Like, so here's what I and and I'll just I'm gonna just give you a little bit of a prime the pump here and then you take it from there. But like. You, you the conversation we had a long time ago where you were like you had done some haul offs, and I think you made five hundred dollars in a day <laughs> yeah. doing yeah, a haul, doing a couple haul offs with one year. I think, with I think you and like, Eric, I think went out and made like five hundred bucks in a day. I think it was close to like six or seven hundred. Right in a I day, do, I do an increments of two hundred. And your buddies were all working at the pizza place, and didn't make that in a week. Yeah, and you, it was kind of like the light came on with you. You're like dad. Like, and you had at one point been like, I think I'm going to go work because your mom was pushing, you know, like people were like saying, hey, you need to go work for somebody other than your dad or yourself. You know, you need to go work for somebody and experience that. Right. And you were like, dad, they work for a week, like six hours a night or whatever. You know, they work a full schedule for a week and don't make as much as I made in four hours today. And it was like that click. Right. And that's how I think a lot of entrepreneurs think you're like, you realize like, oh, my God, there's actually I I get my own money. Wait a second. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Why is it, in your opinion, why is it that so many of your friends still want to work at Sonic or they want to work at the pizza place or they want, you know, why do they want to work in these places hourly when you can go out and work for four hours by yourself, you know, or, or doing some hard work and make as much as they do in a week? Well, I think it's just like the exact same thing that you're saying with being a household that work never really stopped. Work stopped when work was when work was finished. There wasn't a time that stopped work. And so, and I think a lot of those guys, they, they don't want to take on the task of having to have work roll over into your personal time. And when you're working at Sonic or pizza or Papa Murphy's or something like that, your, your work stops as soon as you're off work. You don't have it's to do it. Defined, it's yeah. a defined hours. It's, well, and it's a lot less, it's a lot less stressful sure. when exactly. you, when you have you that don't nine have to, to five. Think. You just show yeah. up. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it's like, and because it's like we said, like I, be making $500 and stuff like that a day. But there's also days where I make $0 because I don't get a call. Right. And those are the days you sit back and you go, okay, what other types of marketing can I do? And I just don't think that that those guys have want, I, I, I wouldn't say they don't have the ability, but they don't want to use the ability in their head to be able to. I want to call something out though. Your head went to, well, I need to do some marketing. <laughs> Whereas, and this is part of that unique grit, Right. The other answer to that is, well, this sucks. This didn't work at all. I quit. Exactly. You didn't quit. You pivoted. Yeah. Uh, for those of you with a bingo card. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. B- you pivoted, right? That's part B- of the... seventy. You've seen him do it. You've heard him talk about it. That's part of that stuff that's infused into you. You don't even know it. Yet that it's such it's a, a valuable thing. That's part of that stuff that's hardwired into you, where you you turn to marketing instead of giving. Well, up. What do you do? What yeah. do you do just to give us an insight? What do you do for marketing? Well, so for my base marketing, I obviously put out a Craigslist ad and I put out a Facebook Marketplace ad and I uh, there's an app called Neighborhood and oh hit the mic that's your microphone um, next door right yeah oh uh, yeah next door where it basically it's like a neighborhood app it syncs with all your other neighbors and stuff like that in your area that um, have the app and so I put stuff out on that and it's usually like five bucks a piece for a listing on each. I mean, a great investment by by the way i would pay 50 dollars to get don't on the site this is not a podcast Shh, don't tell that. yeah okay, okay I won't say that. and then 
you also have a ton of referrals. Yeah, I actually, and currently, uh, the major. actually, I'd say in the last three or four months, 100% of my business is off referrals. And so, shout out to the carries. Yeah, shout, uh, shout hey. out to the carries majorly. Um, <laughs> they and actually, I'll I'll give a little insight. I, I do believe they listen to this podcast. I'm pretty sure she mm-hmm. listens. Uh, you know, Sandy listens. I know. Well, she listens uh, to Marcus Travis. Does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you are listening, Sandy, <laughs> this is Travis. Uh, by the way, uh, but yeah, I, I believe uh, I believe they're they're listeners as well. And mm-hmm. shout out to them. They have been they've been amazing, great. amazing, you. awesome, and. She actually made a joke that because a lot of my jobs recently have been helping just labor, labor work, hourly work to help people. And I, when I say that, I don't, I'm not degrading or anything. It's still 20 an hour, uh, awesome work, and I love doing it. Um, and I'm unloading trailers, and like my last one, I unloaded like a machine shop for a guy, and um, just a lot of that type of stuff. And she even made the joke. She's like, "Hey, I'm not." trying to start a moving company for you. I'm trying to get other jobs for you, but all I can get is, <laughs> is moving jobs for you. Well, but that, you never know what doors that opens up. That's, again, exactly. that's the positioning thing that I'm talking about. Well, and, I, and while I'm on those jobs, you put the little bug in their head and you're like, well, actually, like I get that we're doing labor for you. And I go, um, I'm talking to him in a conversation. I'll go, well, actually, my company that I actually run is called 208 Holland. And I actually do haul-offs and stuff like that. Like if I see trash or anything on the product, I'm like, I actually run a haul-off company, and I can haul that stuff off for you, and I um, can... I'll even give you a discount because you're a repeat customer. Mm. Exactly, and so <laughs> then you go then you go get a brochure, and you get that, and it's just... It's it's an ongoing product. It's just you always always marketing. That's the thing is you, you can never... Always hustling, baby. Oh, it's it's oh, a, yeah. it's an amazing thing to watch, Gavin. So Gavin came up to the, to the cabin with us when we hosted the um, Building Contractors Association mm-hmm. in a Gold Key event, um, and... He was out there just talking to everybody. We had him there to drive people back to the the hotel at, at the end our, of the night. Our he was goober. the goober. He oh, was the yeah. goober. Yeah, our goober, as we call him, he's our Gavin Uber, and so we provided that as being host of the party. We didn't want anyone drinking and driving, so we uh, provided a goober that would drive them back to the to the shore lodge to to drop them off at their hotel and and get, make sure they got home safely. Yeah, but one of the things that impresses me the most I think about about Gavin and it's something that that Whitney has done since she was younger too is you have this innate ability to talk to adults and and you are you're talking about your business you're talking about what you want to do in life and your goals and it's a it's a rarity very rare for a 17 year old to (laughs) have the goals that they have and he he's at this party and he's got a pocket full of Postcards, yeah, postcards, yeah, my business ads. cards. I that's being prepared. They actually co- coincidentally the business cards that I have, they're kind of more of a brochure, kind of, um, but they fit perfectly in the back of my jeans pocket. So oh, I would that. just keep a stop. I mean, I go and actually I refilled like two or three times throughout the night mm-hmm. because I was handing out so many. And like you're talking, I mean, we are talking. This is a this is a gold key event. It's basically any person who personally donates over a thousand dollars to the political action committee for the builder contractor association at a state meeting so i mean you're talking about the top of the top i mean we've literally got in in this room he's sitting here handing out brochures and talking to and mingling with you know millionaires i mean guys who are the top of the top in the building industry in our area and here's 17 year old gavin walking around completely comfortable 100 percent comfortable walking around me talking to i am getting pulled aside by all these you know major business owners that are you know millionaires pulling me aside and they're like dude your kid is 
on point. Like that kid is all over it. <laughs> and I mean, his mullet is amazing. Oh my god, they that love the was, mullet. Yeah. The mullet is phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. There's some check strategy out, there, dude. Check out our Instagram. I've got. I'm, I'll have pictures up of the mullet. It's uh, it's very very impressive. So go check out at Havoc Havoc Partners on uh, Instagram. You're gonna get to see the the mullet. It's amazing. Um, no, but Gavin has a, he's got a personality and a way that you are able to communicate with adults that, and, and, you know, with kids your age, but you just don't see it very often where you can communicate the way you can with adults and put your, put your best foot forward. And, and then you just back it up with showing up on time. That's the other side of this, right? You, you don't get referrals if you're half-assing the job. Well, and I I was actually going to touch on this before we, we, I mean, I'm your son. We always get off topic. I mean, we start one thing, we go way far from what we're actually talking about. So we wrapping back to what we were talking about earlier um, with the referrals. The other thing is um, to get referrals, you need to do good work, and so that and that's right. what he's always said. He goes because well, and he gave the example. He goes, okay, well maybe. And I don't even know if you'd remember this because I, I think I think it was one of those nights where you and your buddies were out on the back patio and you guys were you guys were had done a little bit of drinking and you what? guys and you guys were all giving me what? advice. We would not do that. <laughs> I don't know what night that would have been. Yeah. And I it's, took a little bit of advice from that me. night because it was when I was starting my haul off company and you basically just looked at me, and you go, Okay, well, all the other haul off companies, they're gonna leave a job site. Dust on the dust on the driveway. They're gonna leave leaves in the yard where you haul off branches. They're gonna leave leave uh, leaves in the yard. They're gonna leave leave leaf? Yeah. leave yeah. leaves. That's, that's a tough one for me to say. That but, is that's um, hard to say. But the other thing is, um, he's talking. He's like, you're hauling off a construction site. They're gonna leave um, dirt over the sidewalks and stuff like that. And right. it's just that little thing. Like maybe they cleaned up every little bit of trash, but they left stuff around it dirty. And so that's why, I mean, I never go anywhere with the haul, with the haul off uh, company in the trailer without a broom and a rake, because no matter where I'm at, if there's stuff's in the, in the grass, mm-hmm. I'm going to rake up everything, make it look like it was never there. Does that also fit in your back pocket? Yeah. That also goes in my back pocket. That's amazing. <laughs> you got some great pants. I know. Mm-hmm. These uh, awesome Poppin jeans. Pants. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should expand and get into the line of like Carhartt move over. Yeah. <laughs> We got the Gavin trousers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's awesome. But and you just always you make sure their driveway sweeped off. You make sure you right. pick up other trash around that wasn't even with the haul out. It's you do the little things. You be friendly to the people, and oh, you're yeah. always striking up conversations. And um, it's the it's always it's the little stuff that gets your. It's not the big thing because everybody's going to come out and clean off the clean off the right. property. Not a lot of people are going to strike up the conversation, ask them how their day is. Is They're not going to clean off their driveways. They're not going to rake up the leaves after a haul off. And it's just that small stuff to get your referrals. And small stuff with another one, I know you I know you remember this one, with actually why one of the main reasons that the carries are so good to me and give me so many jobs is um, they called, and actually Heather put out a little advertisement at one point for uh, haul offs and general labor and stuff like that. And the carries sent back on it and asked if I could um, come uh, redo their bark. And so just a little thing like that because they're selling their house. And so I go pick up some bark, come back and lay it, make it look all good, and do the extra stuff, sweep out their driveway, all that stuff. And uh, I was talking to Marcus Carey, and I was telling him how we were starting a company and stuff like that. And he's and he was super supportive. He's like, I love, I love kids going out and doing this type of stuff, and he's super supportive of it kind of gave him my story and all that stuff. And he's like, well, I'll send work your way. Sure enough, he started sending work my way. And so, and a lot of work. I think I had 
ended up company wise making like over 1500 bucks off, off the work. Nice. And so kind of as, and that was around by the time, by the time I realized it, that either it's giving me so much work was around the holidays. And so, um, my dad over here, Mr. Businessman goes, well, why don't you go give him a little, like a, a reward for, for giving you all this business? Like keep him on the hook. Just like Heather with, I mean, there's probably a lot of people that watch these podcasts that are uh, business partners with Heather and with Innovative Custom Homes and might have had people that received a pie this year <laughs> yep. and mm. actually de- delivered, might have been delivered by yours truly here. Um, <laughs> but, um, and it's kind of that same Ruber concept. Eats. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of that same concept. I went and dropped, I went to a local business by their house, um, picked up a $50 gift card, put it on their doorstep. They just had a new baby. But on their doorstep, and I go, and I wrote in the thing, I said, hey, have a night out on me. Thank you for all the business. And um, from then on, I've gotten so much business from that. It is I would cry you weeping. (laughs) Thank you so much. It it is paid for itself. It's doing that little stuff, man. We talk about it on this podcast all the time. And and it's, it's... like I said, I'm I'm almost teared up listening to him because it's like he hears me, right? He's understanding it because I do this all the time. I, I tell people all the time to do this stuff and to watch him execute it and be successful at it. I'm just like literally. Well, at such a young age, it's that's so and, but, rare. And, but here's the thing. Like he's, I mean, Grant, I'm giving him credit for going out on a limb and trying it. But I'm I'm also not giving him credit because it's making him money by doing it. He's sure. he's reaping the reward of it, and that's where people that don't take that first step never get to the second step of the reaping that's, the reward. That right? is the positioning. That's exactly they, they what don't I'm do it. About. Right? Like, it's hard. Like and especially you're talking about it. You know, at that time, a 16 year old kid, fifty dollars to go just give away fifty dollars. He just worked his ass off for that's to the buy a gift card. Fuck yeah. you. Like most guys, most kids on his age are going to be like, fuck that. I can go buy XYZ with that $50. You know how I'm much not, Mountain Dew I could get with that, yeah, bro? They're like, I'm not I'm not spending $50 for, you mean you want me to give back $50 that I just earned? <sighs> he did it, and, and now Dew. he's he's learned. Holy shit, I gave 50 and I made 500 mm-hmm. it's Or just, 1500 it's, it's a market. 2000 oh, yeah, I, like, I've definitely made a lot more than 500 <laughs> they, They've given me so I mean, it's it's weekly I got jobs. And actually, I just finished up house-sitting for them. I was going to say, you built a relationship with them that's, that's going to pay you thing. over the years. That's the thing. It's it's uh, And I, I'm sure, uh, hearing about what you say outside the podcast, I'm sure you preach inside a co- uh, podcast, but it's also building a relationship with your customers. And, and so, they became a raving fan. You exactly. Know what, you know what raving They're his best marketing. Do? They're yeah, his yeah, best it, marketing. That's, that's exactly say, it. This, I the, never see them, at, and, and I see them at a lot of events. I mean, they're very active, and, and they're very successful in real estate and construction and in the building industry, you know. So I see them at a lot of events, and I, I, it's never it's never not the first thing out of their mouth how great Gavin is and how much they just love Gavin. And it's and, and when you're in those circles, again, surround yourself with great people. Right. They are surrounded by great people. So then they tell all their great people about him. And and it's like it's so interesting. That word of mouth advertising in number one. That's, that's what I was about to say is your number one type of marketing is going to I mean, unless you're a super big company getting Super Bowl commercials or something like that. But for, for a lot of us that aren't at that magnitude and never really will be, your best type of marketing is gonna be word of mouth referrals. 
And that's where building a relationship comes in. And that's where doing the extra little bit comes in because it's, I mean, think about it. You're a lot more inclined to go eat a, eat at a restaurant that someone that you trust goes, Oh my gosh, it was so good there. We, we went there and it was amazing. It was super good. Rather than you seeing a, a commercial of like a fake burger dropping down onto a plate <laughs> and it's like, no, they look like that. That's exactly oh yeah. The they look exactly eat. like that. I don't know what burgers you and it's like, we have, we have the best burgers coming here. Stacked ones. Well, something else that Gavin, I want you to touch on is, and and I, I brag about you with this all the time is there's not very many kids or adults that I would trust to take the truck and a trailer, thirty foot long trailer, fully loaded, and trust that they're gonna be able to back it in where they need to get it. You have a crazy ability. I'm not sure I could do that. <laughs> like. There's grown men that can't pull a trailer the way that this kid. Yeah, love him to death, but I know I know Buzz, Buzz, good old Uncle Buzzy. Oh, Uncle Buzzy, not Uncle Buzzy. Thump thump. Do you hear that? They uh, yeah. him under the bus. <laughs> yeah, not not to chuck. Well, only any. backed yeah. up over him. Oh, sorry about that. Goom, goom. It's gonna take a big oh. truck to get over no, Buzzy. No, so so talk about some of that stuff because like you've developed skills with what you do. Um, that, that help you in, in every day with your business. So oh, yeah. talk about that. Well, and it's, I mean, the, the trailer backing up is, uh, it's kind of like, a, I'd say like a family meme, if you wanted to say um, <laughs> with me and my dad is that, I mean, some people may, it's that like God makes some people really good at sports or really attractive or something. I mean, well, oh, he thank made, you. He made you were us, looking at me when he you also, he also made us really attractive, right, but that's, right. that's besides the point. We, got, like, we doubled up. Yeah. But some people are super athletic. Some people are, Super hilarious. I guess we're also hilarious. Yeah, we're hilarious. We're athletic. <laughs> we're good looking. Wow. And there's, we back up. There's not, yeah, there's not a lot of stuff, but but God would also sprinkle a little bit of, uh, well, let's let's just let these guys back a trailer in anywhere they want. <laughs> I, can, I can hear the conversation with the angels now. I'm loading these boys up, guys. <laughs> yeah, They're going to have looks. They're going to have charm. They're funny. They can back a trailer like a mofo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because I actually... and. I actually take it as kind of like a, a flex, if you if you would, with the trailer. I'm like, oh yeah, it's well, it's because I'm sitting there and it's like I see it all the time because I'm an avid, avid fisherman and so I'm at the boat talks all the time. Oh, that's I'm, the most judgmental place on the planet. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So Don't, many divorces caused it. So many, so oh. many. We saw Gavin one personally. I, yeah. We, Gavin and I witnessed a divorce happen at a boat ramp. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It was hands down. But yeah, that's <laughs> that's the thing. It's like being there. It's kind of just like, well, I know I can I can do that, and he's 45 years old and can't. So it's, it's one of those things that's like, it's almost, it's fun to look at, but it's, or look like, tell them like, cause I mean, you all haul off business. You go to the fucking dump all the oh, time yeah. and guys are like, do you think you can put it in that big opening over? Uh, oh, yeah. well, where can we, you probably can't get in next to that yeah, blue oh, yeah. truck. Like they're, they're like, they think cause they see this young happen. kid and they're like, yeah, oh. you better, uh, let's put you over there on the end. And he'll be like, I can put it right there next to that truck. And he's like. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can put or it between that, those two. And cones. he'll do it at 35 miles an hour. He'll whip in whoop, whoop, and just park it right between him. And literally, he's had guys at the dump who watch <laughs> people back trailers all fucking day. That's literally their job. It's to literally stop him on their way out and go, dude, nice job. You can back a trailer, son. Nice job. Or you get the, the homeowner that like goes to grab the oh, keys yeah. from you. I was just about to talk about that when, when he was finished. I was just about to talk about that. I was out. This uh, homeowner did a uh, remodel out in Nampa. And so I was out there and. It was kind of an odd situation. He took down a section of fence, and he took down a section of fence that was eight and a half feet wide. I don't know if you know this, but our dump trailer is eight feet wide. Um, and, and now I do. 
Yeah, and so not a lot of room. That gives you about three inches on each side to make it through that fence. And uh, mind you, it's across the yard. So his driveway, his drive, I guess on the podcast, I, I talk with my hands a lot, so this is going to be tough. But, I can see him. But um, basically, <laughs> driveway's on the far right. Okay. Um, fence is kind of tucked behind the house on the left, and there's just a big yard. He's like, back at it. Well, he's like, he's like, we'll just go across the yard. And he never said back it across. And I learned that's because I went to go get back in the truck, and he opens my door. Well, how nice the of truck. him. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he opens my door for me. And then he puts his <laughs> hand out. He sets his hand out like this, like, like he's wanting me to give him the keys. Did you give him five instead? Be like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? And he's like, um, well, I was just going to take the key. I was just going to put it back there for you. And I go, why? This is, uh, you call me to do this. He goes, well, I just, I, I don't want you to my house or anything like that. And I'm like, you think I'm going to hit your house? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, he does. Cause yeah. you look like a 17 year old punk no, no, kid. No, no, no. And you were only. Were and you I, even 16 I don't even at the know time? if I was 16 yet. I would have taken like, your keys. Yeah, 100%. I, was like, I think I was like 15. And I can see why he was kind of wary about it. But I, was I like, would take your keys. If I didn't know you, I'd be like, listen, I can't back a trailer. But I certainly can back a trailer better than this kid. Yeah, and Look so, at him. Look at that mullet. Yeah, and so I uh, had to go across <laughs> the uh, through the driveway, across the yard, and there's rose bushes up against the house and in front of the house. So there's no, like, going directly in. There's you're c- coming off the driveway and wrapping around the house and putting it between between betwixt uh, those two Whoa, fence posts. Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on, betwixt. I'm a, dude, that's one of these things. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty fancy. If you didn't know that, but, I um, I did. I didn't know the depth of your fancy. It's though. the 3.9 GPA talking. Um, but it's 3.94. My bad. My bad. Come on, give yourself some credit. Okay. Jeez. But yes, yeah, so you had you had to put it betwixt the posts and. I wrapped around the house, put it back there, and the guy's like, honestly, had no faith in you getting it back there. And I was like, well, uh, thanks. I guess that's, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It's totally a compliment. Yeah. But also, honestly, that expectation that he has is a reasonable expectation. Yeah, honestly. How many, how many adults that you know let's, let's can make this that? Way. How many of your buddies are you going to put in the truck mm. and have them do that? None. Dude, I have, I have four buddies that I even trust to work with me alone or that I will even recommend anybody for work, let alone back in a trailer. Listen, this is my favorite rake. This is my favorite broom. Yeah. <laughs> you do not touch. Do, do not, not take out of my back up. pocket. Do not fuck this up. So uh, where, where are we at time? I don't know. I haven't been Let's paying check it. attention. Let's check. Let's uh, do you a time stall check, while I do this. So what I'm thinking is um, I kind of want to make this transition into... We're at 42 minutes. Perfect. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to start transitioning this into, I'm going to need some harps here, into the future. 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 So you and I have talked. Everybody on this podcast knows I'm not a big college guy, right? Yep, yep. Um, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. You're not? What? Um, I just, but here's the deal. You could go, you got a lot of opportunity to go to college, and you're, realistically you're probably gonna end up going to college and playing some lacrosse or something somewhere right like i mean that's gonna happen yeah probably maybe maybe so so but the thing is is what let's let's drop the what do you want to be when you grow up gavin what do you what's your focus right now because well, we haven't talked about it at all but yet it's kind of like your main thing right now which is it's which why is why he yeah. works so hard yeah, it's why it's you work so hard so so, so hard. literally what is your in your dream world right now where where do you want to be when you grow up? So I mean, it's not it's not that typical. Everybody else, well, I just want to go to college. I want to get a ba- business major or something like that. And no no hate on that. That's 
it's an okay thing to get. But at the same time, I don't, I don't want I, well, what you would say is a conventional job. And a lot of people punch themselves in the face when they see my intelligence level. Like, I mean, cause I do all the time. Yeah. Not, That's why I look like this. Well, <laughs> not, not, not trying to toot my own, own horn or anything, but I 3.94 and I got a 1300 on the SAT. And That's pretty good. So people are like, "Oh my gosh, why are you not going to be a marine biologist or something like that, or something, yeah, I can't or a doctor swim. or something like that?" <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So that's thirteen hundred. That's out of a thousand, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's an inside joke for you, podcasters. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Gavin has a friend who was really excited about his uh, SAT his SAT score because he thought it was out of a thousand. It's awesome. And for the those of you who do think it's out of a thousand, it's out of sixteen hundred. <laughs> So I knew, and and to put it in perspective, a thousand and ten is the benchmark. So I knew this was already not going to be good when he said that to me. But yeah, but back to the college. Getting back on topic. Um, Thanks, bud. Yeah, I got you. Somebody's got to pull me. Somebody's got to rain. Somebody's got to rain me back. All right, you idiots. This is why I have it. This is why I bring my son here to rain me back in. Yeah, but um. Uh, I I don't want to go to be one of those smart guys or whatever. And but the thing is, I want to use my smarts el- else places. And that's I want to go to tech school because and that's the thing is I don't I don't want to waste four years. Like that's that's the thing that only like I can go to college to go play lacrosse. But I don't know if I want to waste four years to go do that. I what's your measurement? Like how? What's your metrics of measurement? You mean metrics? What are your metrics that you're? What, looking what at? do you mean when you say waste? What are you wasting? Because the thing like is, if you go away for four, what I'm not are you working wasting? during that four years. Right. I'm not. I'm not profiting. Yeah, I'm building. I'm not, I'm not building. Yeah, and not even profit. Yeah, like like you said, I'm not building my my reputation or my company or my skill. I'm not, and so that's the thing is, I I want to go up to specifically uh, NIC Northern Idaho College in Coeur d'Alene, who they have a, an amazing welding program. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I want to go. I want to go into welding and fabrication and, um, trickle into some machining and stuff like that. And I just think that I have, I have the talent to do it. I mean, I'm doing it right now and I've taught myself everything and I'm a d- pretty decent at it now. And, um, I just think that taking those smarts that I have that I could go be a marine biologist or whatever. I think that that gives me the upper hand on these other guys that are welders and stuff like that, because traditionally everybody goes, well, if you're not smart enough to go to normal college, go to trade school, go <laughs> go become a tradie. And so that's the thing is I just, I think I I can take my business running ass, uh, like assets and um, my other, like my marketing points and stuff like that to grow a fabrication business way over the So others. you're not going to be a welder. No, I am. I love welding. But that's not your no. goal. But so my, when yeah, I talk about the metrics of measurement, your goal is not to be a welder. Your goal is to own a welding company. Yes. There's a Including big a difference. mobile welding. Yeah, mobile welding right. is a big thing. because Including other, your buddy that wants to be a scuba diver and teaching him welding so he can weld underwater, including... I mean, there, there's a lot of things here. Yep, That's yep. how your brain thinks, right? Your brain's not thinking, oh, I want to be go to welding school to become a welder to go work for XYZ company. To work for a right? company for... I mean, and... Don't get me wrong. There's no no slouch about. It. I mean, right now you can walk in. You ton of money in. You walk, if oh, yeah. you have a welding degree right now with the shortage of jobs and well, not the shortage shortage of people to work. 
you can walk into basically any welding I shop. I love how you just did that. That was very subtle and very well played. Mm-hmm. Not I mean, a shortage of jobs, a shortage of people that will do them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, you can walk anywhere if you have that welding degree in your hand. I mean, shit, if you don't have a welding degree in your hand. I mean, I've, I've been offered right now to go work 25 an hour at a weld shop, basically just doing <laughs> prep and stuff like that. I learned all this stuff on YouTube. You're great. You're hired. Come on yeah. in. <laughs> Literally, that's how it is right now. You can walk in. If you actually have a welding degree in your hand, you can walk in making starting 30 an hour. Starting. And I, it, did, I didn't make $30 an hour for a long time. Yeah, and, it go, and it goes exponentially up from there. I mean, there's guys, I mean, I, I follow a guy, I don't know, he probably won't see this because uh, he's famous on TikTok. It's on TikTok, it's uh, that guy. This is a global podcast, Gav. Yeah, my give bad, us my some bad. credit, bud. He's probably yeah. listening. Offerpad.com. Yeah, Offerpad. But um, it's uh, that kid who takes. And Tiggs, I don't know if you're familiar with oh, yeah, well. yeah, Tig, Tig Welding. Mm-hmm. And he's got beautiful welts. And he actually, he does like boiler rooms and stuff like that and automotive oh, parts. Yeah. And so he makes $350,000 a year. That's pretty good. He's 19. That's <laughs> I, I didn't make that at 19. He's, he's 19. That's crazy. I mean, granted, he dropped out of high school because he knew he had a talent and all that stuff. And I... It's pretty, but still, pretty early, that's but. the respect, right? We talk about with framers, like we, we, you know, framers make six figures right now, and you can be a framer at 18 years old with zero, you know, with just a, a, a hammer, a nail gun, a trailer, and the ability to fucking hustle, right? <laughs> right. And, and, and yet, there's people that look down their nose at that. They're sitting there being a barista at fucking Starbucks. With I a, have a, a degree in degree, literature. Right. <laughs> right. How would you like um, skim milk with that? This goes back. I mean, I mean, and this, and this is coming from the mouth of a kid who like, he's in it right now. Like he knows, like he's in it. And you're sitting here talking to somebody who he could go and be anything he wants to be. A marine biologist. Anything. anything. Right after it. He'll be the only marine biologist with floaties on his arms. Right. Yeah. Little floaties. He little likes floaties. Water wings. That's Gavin. Uh-huh. For you guys to know. Dr. Gavin. I do, I do know how to swim. Just, just so you guys don't get this. <laughs> no, I like this. I'm I like act- the fact there's going to be somebody out there who's like, oh, we need to teach him how to swim. He, I, grew, he grew up with a pool. I think yeah, he, he and I'm swim. actually I'm sitting in swim trunks right now. That's the <laughs> irony, damn it. I was God, Gav, quit ruining my fun. I was just rafting the payette and came home and came home to this podcast. Which good trans good uh, segue. We had uh, Mike oh, yeah. Francis from Payette Pay Brewing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was here last week. So the Payette Brewing Company, Payette River, there we go. There's our tie there in the last week. That's beauty. That's Shout out Mike Francis yeah. and Payette Brewing Company. Okay, that was, well then here, then talk about this though. It could be in the about... Payette Brewing Studios. He's an awesome guy, yeah. by the way. Like hey. if, yeah. if if none of you guys get a chance to meet him in real life, he's he's an awesome guy. We yep. we did a podcast with him. Well, I'm we talking to the people. To the oh, he's talking to the people out you there. Know, he's talking to the millions of our listeners. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. there's people that are listening to this. They're okay. like, he can't swim. He had a pool. What the hell's wrong with him? <laughs> okay, well, Gavin, <clears throat> talk about teaching your basically the analogy teaching your friends how to swim. You're teaching your other friends oh. how to be business oh owners. Oh my god, she's so good at this. She's, she's, she's so, so good. good. Smartest Everybody, person. that's innovative crowd noise right there. Crowd noise on there, isn't there? There's some crowd noise. Oh, yeah. Let me push this button. Oh yeah! There you go, Miss Innovative Custom Homes Girl Boss over there. Yeah. Um, no, that's 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 a great segue into um, what I actually was wanting to talk about, and that's the thing is, a lot, I I pick and choose the people that I'm around because I've it's I, I say this all the time. It's that cheesy poster that you see in every third grade classroom. Is it the of, cat? No, no. Oh. What? Hang in, Hang in there. No, no, no. <laughs> Never give it's, up. Is it the is it the frog? Nope, nope. It's. <laughs> 
It's the five pencils, and the two on the outsides are sh- fully sharpened, and the one in the middle is dull. And it says, it says, surround yourself with people that you want to be like, because that dull pencil is going to surround itself with sharp pencils, so then it can one day be sharp. I've never seen that poster. Really? What's- wow, bud. Three, we're three and a half seasons in. We've never had that analogy. Well, no, done. really? Wow. I was going to clap in real life. Done, bud. I got to get the sound effect. There we go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. God, have I told you guys? I, this kid is good. That's a sharp pencil. Yeah. God damn. Sharpest one in the pouch. But that's that's the thing is I, I pick and choose who I'm around. And there's, I mean, there's times where I've, I, I have, I have friends and I have my, I, I call it the for, I mean, it's kind of the kid terms, but I've got my friends. And I've got my homies. No, oh, yeah. My my homies are like my brother. Those are the guys that I pick myself. That it's I. It's your that inner circle. I, yeah, it's my inner circle, and yeah. I know that he preaches that, uh, Mr. Trevor Brown over here. Um, but that's the thing is, I've got I've got guys that I'll see at parties, and I I'll be like, hey man, it's What's awesome up? to see you. What's up, bro? Yeah, exactly. And I've got my guys that I'm gonna pull over, and I'm gonna go, hey, I want you to come work with me this weekend. I'm we're gonna go do this job, and I, I want to teach you. And just like what Heather was saying, is teaching your friends how to swim because that's the thing is, a lot of my friends didn't have the op- don't have the opportunities that I do, and I actually and surprisingly I get a lot of hate at school because of that because they're like because they see how successful I am with my company and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They go, you wouldn't be that successful if your parents didn't have if your parents didn't have the things that they. If have. your parents didn't make you work for everything, you wouldn't have it. Gavin Brown. Basically. Basically, that's exactly what they're saying. And, and that so, mullet. You wouldn't have that mullet <laughs> or the sweet lacrosse skills. Yeah. Damn it, I hate you. <laughs> and so that's the thing is I've got these buddies that don't have the opportunities I do. And so I want to give them that opportunity because I think I can see, I can see in that I can see that they have the potential and that they have the drive to do it. They just don't have maybe the resources. And but the thing is, is they're still trying. I'm not I'm not gonna take someone that's gonna give no effort. Like, um, I'm not going to name names, um, but I have, I have a buddy. Jimmy? Who, yeah, we'll say Jimmy for now. Jimmy's the guy. Jimmy, Jimmy wants me to hand him jobs, and Jimmy thinks that he's entitled to jobs. Entitlement. God. And I have, I basically, when I have a job, I've got a bunch, I've got three guys that I text all at the same time, and I go, oh, is there jets flying over? Yeah, there's, yeah, they're, yeah. they're coming to get us. Yeah, I've got three buddies that I text all at the same time, exact same time, and they know First guy to respond with a in a, a full on confirmation they can work gets a job right to be to be free and to, that's yeah develop a little competition and it's literally like it's that. in a group chat so it's not like it's you can see that nobody's getting the upper hand on someone else and Jimmy thinks that he deserves to have the jobs because he grew up in a lower income family and so he thinks that me being growing up in a uh, mid to upper income family that I should I should privileged family yeah privilege yeah. I should say that I <laughs> I it's it's my entitlement to give him jobs to bring him up to my level <laughs> right right well played and so that's that's it's one thing but like I've got but like and I'll name names here um, Eric Gallegos I know he doesn't watch this but he's he's my brother he's I've never had a brother but he's he's the one he's your homie yeah. your main homie oh yeah and it's okay. He's my his, he's my redheaded stepchild. Yeah, his, oh, I've, yeah, I know hey, him. He's our redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Our sorry, yeah. his, our redheaded his, stepchild. His work ethic is just, and it's along. I mean, on the work ethic talk, another one of my also a flower homies. boy in our wedding. Yes, by yes. The way. yes, that's yeah. right. I remember him. Boy. Yeah, good um, my other buddy Bryce Whiting, just amazing work ethic. And the, unfortunately, I can't have him come work for me because he's so. Dr- I mean, he mows forty lawns a day. Only and forty. 
Only 40. Come on, man. <laughs> that <laughs> was so, sarcasm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he makes very good money, but at the same time, he also flips motorcycles and trades cryptocurrency. He, I will tell you one thing. That man is going to be very successful in life. Mm-hmm. And Mark my words, he's going to be. He, yeah, he's going to have a sweet street bike if he doesn't kill himself on it because motorcycles are super dangerous. Don't ride motorcycles if you're listening to this. I have a kid. <laughs> Hashtag um, safety. My boy. Safety third. I mean, you can you can ride dirt bikes. Just don't just don't ride street bikes. But um, that's the thing is he's he's going to be successful and Eric will be too because Eric grew up in. A, I mean, his dad's an architect, but he, his dad's a. A desk architect. He's not one that goes out into the job sites and stuff like that. And his mom's an accountant. And uh, no hate to that line of work or anything. Great line of work. Hire a good one. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing is, but he's just never seen it. But he wants to get into the blue collar type work. He wants he wants to be be that hard worker and stuff like that. And so I I bring him on to as much stuff as I can. And um, we I mean we taught him how to stack ICF. We I taught him how to run basically run two way hauling. So then when I'm not there, I can go, hey, I there's I, there's countless times where I know that I'm going to be out of town and I just forward a, a client's number to him and I go, hey, this is my, this is, uh, this is the other guy in my company. His name's Eric Gallegos. He's going to text you and uh, so then that you guys can get figured out and we can get, uh, we can get your stuff finished. Right. And so, and. Keep the business. Exactly. And. You and a lot of times, I mean, especially at my age, there's other than other than Bryce, not a lot of guys that I'm gonna surround myself like like the dull and sharp pencils. And so there's not a lot of the sharp pencils for me to surround myself with in my in my um in my society, I guess I could say, my teenage society. And so he's really the in only, your pencil drawer. Yeah, in my pencil drawer, there's not a lot of sharp pencils. And um so the thing is, is sometimes you need to you need to sharpen the pencils yourself. So I'm I'm gonna continue this metaphor of there are sharp pencils in the drawer. There are less sharp pencils in the drawer than ever before. Oh yeah, there's there's which there's you puts you in a very unique position to write your ticket. Well, and you know you know the thing that I love right now, the dull pencils are getting uh, are getting duller, and the sharp pencils are getting sharper. Right. Guess who works for all the sharp pencils? The dull pencils. Yeah. Watch out for the eraser, though. Yep. Yep. I'm just saying. So I want to tell you a little story, Gav. Once upon a time, there were these two ninth graders mm-hmm. that may or may not have attended West Junior High. Mm-hmm. One of the ninth graders had this sweet Ford Courier truck. And, yes. and I remember this story like it was, I don't know, practically yesterday. This sounds kind of familiar. <clears throat> yeah. And the one ninth grader was like, that is the awesomest truck. Now, there was another kid that was also a ninth grader. He also had a sweet truck. And he had three Lanzar 12-inch woofers. And it was like, dum, dum, dum. One of them, his father bought everything for him. The other one worked his ass off. It's a really interesting contrast of work ethic and the hustle of going out and doing all that stuff. But it, it's it's cool to see that same kid that had the sweet Ford Courier transition all those threads of DNA into you to see you get it and how far ahead, exponentially further ahead you will be in 10 years than most of the other pencils in the drawer. Well, I'll tell you what, when you grind your ass off or something like and in my case, it's my car a lot of times because my car is my pride and joy. My car's 
my life at this point because I mean that's the thing that that's my love in life is mm-hmm. cars and wanting to cars and trucks and wanting to work on cars and stuff like that and that's where I was when I was your age exactly well, Mustang Still. well and that's and, and that's the thing is that I wouldn't say like it's my only because I mean obviously I love making money and I love uh, building companies and stuff like that and making money and so and did I say <laughs> making money so what about the, my boy what about the money <laughs> and also and also did I did I say making money <laughs> I, I want to dig on that a little bit though it isn't just about the money. No. And that's the thing. Is Go to the next level of it. What is it about the money that allows you to do what? It right? al- it, allow- it allows me to do what I want to my car. And the thing is, is if he, if my dad were to hand me $1,000 to go get a lift kit right. for my truck, I probably wouldn't appreciate it. I would probably go, huh, this isn't a very good lift kit. I should go get the Kings instead of the Rough Country. And it's, and but now... I wouldn't work my ass off to pay for a $550 rough country lift, which is, is it's a bottom end lift and it's, it's the lowest of the low. But the thing is, I look at my forearm and I go, looks so good. Fuck that thing looks good. Yeah, it looks good. That's <laughs> and, that, and going back and I mean, going back to Jody's story back in 1989 or 80, no, fuck 87. Something anyways, Jesus, how old are you? <laughs> no, no he doesn't know. I don't, hey, <laughs> By the way, if anyone has a '72 Ford Courier two-wheel drive they want to sell, hit me up in my DMs I, because I know I really, one is. I really want to buy one. I think it. I think I'm gonna have Gavin fix it God, for I me. Loved, I love that truck. Except <sighs> I wanted to put a I wanted to put a 302 in it. Right. Which I is what a small kid, block. the guy that bought it from me bought a, put a small block in it. That's and he what couldn't I Keep to it do. on the road. It just did circles. Yeah. Um. But like the the interesting part of that story that I want to get across, and this isn't a, a flex necessarily, as much as it is like just to to really. You're driving home the point. Yeah, I want to drive home the point. Yeah. <clears throat> We're at a point in our lives. I can buy Gavin that Toyota with all the shit that the guy, the other guy had, right? Right. I'm now the dad that can give him that. Yeah. If if I wanted to, and I don't do it. So, granted, my 72 Ford Courier was $400 when I bought it. When uh, you and, bought it. Right, when I bought it. with you know, But uh, it was, uh, the difference being is that, you know, Gavin's starting vehicle was $6,000. But infla- Ain't inflation a bitch. Inflation. But what happened was, is when Gavin got that car, we bought him a very stable, very good condition, stock Limited, uh, sport, 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 unlimited. Oh, sorry, sport. I love how he knows sport forerunner from Dad, my don't you from know my mother in law from my ex it's, it's from his mom and from his grandma from my uh, ex mother in law. It was her own car, very much a grandma car, very much standard, very much stock everything. Um, and Gavin has made this thing into a car that turns heads when it goes down it's the road. It's good looking. It's yeah. an amazing looking car with a lift and big tires and all. He can tell you all the shit that's on it. But he did it himself. Like, and that's what that's one of the frustrations he kind of alluded to a little bit is he does get some hate from his friends at school and they're like, oh yeah, my mom and dad bought me that blah blah blah. You know, um, you know Heather and I do well. His mom and his stepdad do well. But we don't hand him that shit. But right. people assume it, right? They assume they do because they don't think that most kids have the work ethic he does. Because they so, don't. Right. And so that's what's crazy is to watch him. You know, that's what I'm proud of is the fact that because here's the thing. I've got a chip on my shoulder. We talk about chips on the shoulder, right? Sure. 
I have a chip on my shoulder. I grew up a poor kid. So I want to give my kids everything. And, and don't get me wrong. I've spoiled this little fucker too much. I mean, there's been a lot of points where I, I'm like, God damn it, I created a monster. I shouldn't have spoiled him that much. But I know I've drawn the line in places where I haven't spoiled him in that, and he's actually made himself into that work, the work ethic of what he's done. He's built that truck. That truck is his. Yeah. People see it, and they're like, oh, my God, your kid, that's his truck. How much that cost you? I go, dude, no, nah, fucking, I, I bought both my kids a forerunner. His His sister got one, wrecked it, got another one. He's got his original forerunner because he's a better driver. Sorry, sis. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other thing that I want to say is, uh, it, it also wasn't just obviously grinding to get the money and taking it down to a shop. I did literally everything on that myself in a shop that I can see out this window from this from the offer pad. St- uh, studio right here. Um, <laughs> Love how he continues to so I can, beautiful. They damn well better sponsor this after that because I worked my ass off to finish the offer pad studio. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing is I, I did everything right there with a Dewalt set of uh, socket set and uh, two jack stands and um, a bunch of good buddies. Gav, you would be amazed how many evenings and weekends I was underneath them. 68 Ford Mustang in, a, dri- in a driveway. I feel that. I know that it. You I, still own. That I still own. And I bet, I bet, I won't say you enjoyed every moment of it because I know that there's a lot of frustrating moments when you're working on cars and stuff like that. But you can step away from No. When, I've never crushed my oh, knuckle. <laughs> oh, yeah. But when you, when you step away from that, when you complete the project and it oh, yeah. works, you step away from that with the, with, uh, and, it's tough for me to explain this to my dad because it's it's a very specific feeling that you would understand that it's a feeling that nothing else gives you. Right. It's nothing the, else it's, gives you. It's an execution of a vision that you have. And it, and works. it works. And it looks like what you had in your mind. And you, I mean, you've seen my Mustang. Yeah. That's the picture that I had in my mind. It's the blue that I had in my mind. It's the stance that I had in my mind that I had to cut the the leaf springs down and get different. I mean, all the different little nuances of all the little details to get it to be what I wanted it to be. I wanted a street driven, small block, naturally aspirated 12 second car that I could drive anywhere I wanted to. Yep. I drive it to the track, race it, drive it back home. Hopefully not break it. (laughs) Right. That was the whole, when I talk about metrics of measurement, that's the stuff I'm talking about. It's the stuff that's in your mind. It's, it's how do you measure the success of what it is that you're doing? So we're going to kind of wrap this all the way up. The measurement of your future, the metrics that you're, that you're talking about is it isn't about being a welder. It's about owning a welding company. Yep. And it's about expanding and going into all these different things. The measurement of success, it isn't necessarily all about money. You're not hyper-focused on money. Money's just a tool that allows you to do other things and expand and do cool things to your forerunner or start a new company or go buy a new trailer that allows you to expand that's bigger or another truck or another whatever. Well, it's just a tool. And just and just like what you're saying there, and like like we were saying earlier with that fifty dollar gift card, in my and like I mean, being sixteen years old, that, that fifty dollar gift card, you can think about it as when you're a business owner and stuff like this, that fifty dollar gift card was basically a fifteen hundred dollar trailer that's gonna 30 times over make you that sure. money. And so that's the exact same thing that that business card did for me at a 16 year old mindset. Right. And so it's, it's the exact same principle as I'm going to go buy that $50 gift card. Cause I know it's going to give me more business. I'm going to go buy that 
$5,000 flatbed because I know that I, or, or I can whatever, like $10,000 flatbed because I know I can deliver the block myself and that's going to get me more jobs or that's going to cut out trucking costs or it's, it's, it's the ability like to that. see it from a different perspective. You're moving up in terms of your altitude, being able to recognize that investment turns into that return down there, but it takes time and it takes work. It's, it's all, it's all about looking at the return and, and honestly, and I'm not going to, I'm, I sound all high and mighty on this podcast, but the thing is, is I haven't really realized and got a level head on myself that, and I, my head isn't completely leveled still, but the thing is, is I haven't realized that till recently. And so I'm sorry, how old are you? 17. Yeah. But that's the thing is <laughs> there are people out there that are like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't get it until they were 40. Yeah. That's, but, but they I, haven't got it yet. Or they, yeah. yeah. Or they're like, what? But that's the thing. And, and I've, and I've definitely caused some gray, gray hairs on my dad's face over that type of stuff. And that's like, just like, that's the, what that's from. That's what it is. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's, it's one of those. That's what it is. And it's, I had a real tough time looking into the future and luckily now <laughs> I don't know what caused it or I something. Love, I love your perspective. I'm like, Oh my God, you're 17. You don't know how funny that is. Cause you're not 46. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And in my mind, I'm behind the times. So that's, I'm pissed at myself that I'm just now realizing it, that I'm just now realizing that this is going to cause this. And that if I do this, it's going to benefit me this way. And, um, I, that's the thing is I, and the other thing that I want to like, kind of just the, the investment in return, um, I would like to start looking into, um, buying, um, uh, buying older cars, refurbishing them and selling them mm-hmm. and being able to track my money and stuff like that and what I get into them. And, but the thing is, is it's going to take me three or four months and tens of twenties of hours to, I don't know if that's a met, uh, tens of twenties. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> it is now. He's actually good at math. Just yeah. so tens of twenties of hours. And then I'm taking He's swimming lessons. Yeah. But, <laughs> math. Yeah. Kid. Um, but a lot of people don't, they, they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to work 20 hours on a car just to sell it. And it's, and maybe they, <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing is maybe they don't have the main, or maybe they do have that mindset and they go, well, I'm going to invest $500 in a car, but I can turn around. I can maybe give it a wash. And sell it for seven hundred. Awesome, cool mindset. But the thing is, I look at it and I go, I can take that five hundred dollar car, I can take off that fender, replace the fender, I can do this, I can replace power steering, I can redo the front end, and I can sell that car for for, for fifteen hundred mm-hmm. with twenty hours worth of work. And so it's being able to look just in. There's people that can look in the future, but there's people that can look just a little bit further than those people. And those people the are hyper future. And those people are also the people that are just going to go a little bit further in life. So. Sure. That's that's something that you got to look at it's, because it, it doesn't it's it starts as a car, turns into a trailer, turns into a house, turns into a company. Exactly. Just add a few commas and a few zeros. And it, just like you said, I I am decent at math, and it's probably my best subject, and so I can think of stuff in math terms. Tens of twenties. It's, <laughs> it's it's an exponential equation. Oh, that's good. It's stacking upon each other. You have you turn one. You into meant two. ten to the twentieth power. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You turn you turn one into two. You two you turn two into four. You turn four into sixteen, and you turn sixteen into I don't know what sixteen times sixteen. Oh, uh, I thought you were going there, no. dude. I, thought, I would be I impressed. Had, I had my I was I was actually actually no. I I am I think I know. I think I think it might be uh one four four four. 
144. I think I think I might have 16 that one. Right. Times 16? 16 times 16. Wait, hold on. I just said 16 times 6. 16 times 16. Uh, no, it's 256. I was getting close. Damn it. You know, I try. I, I never claimed to be good at math. Yeah, I thought I thought I was good, but um, that's the thing is you can you can think. Yeah, of, hire somebody that knows how to do that. That's what you do. Yeah, exactly. That's and that's been a lot of my frustration this year with school. But we're not going to get into that right now. This is a business podcast, not a school podcast. And it, it, but so, it's it's all about your perspective. You're oh, looking yeah. past. This is why some people drop out of high school because they're like, ah, I've got everything I need to get here. I'm going to go get this because it transitions better to serve me better here, here, and here. And there, But the, now I will say this. That's not normal. Mm. So, like, my kids, their game plan, not all of them, but Logan, <laughs> I'm going to be a YouTube star. Okay, bud, what's your plan B? Because being a YouTube star is hard. And th- there's not very many people that start out being like, I'm going to be a YouTube star that actually s- succeed in said yeah. category. A lot, a lot of people that end up being a YouTube star or that type of genre mm. didn't expect to end up being <laughs> a YouTube star. They yeah. they were doing it for fun or they were doing it because they liked doing it. They weren't doing it because they wanted to be famous or something like that. They were doing it because they enjoyed doing it. True. And so that's that's I mean that's something that you can kind of tell Logan is that you can tell you can you can tell him that the thing is is you don't you're not you can't go into the mindset that you're doing it. Because you want to be fit. That's the same thing as you can't go into any genre of work wanting to. I mean, you can go in wanting to be the best, but the thing is, you the can't. The best around? The best around. You're welcome. Nothing's ever going to keep you down. You're the best. That's all we could do. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you copyright it. Copy, copyright, copyright. Yeah, yeah. But um, you can't you can't go in expecting to be the best. You you gotta you gotta go in expecting. Like you can't really. Johnny ex- Lawrence got his face kicked in thinking he was the best. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. The thing is, is you go in and you just work your ass out. You 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 uh, learn to love what you do, and maybe you don't learn to love love what you do. But I mean, I would recommend it. That's the thing is, Gavin. You, I don't know if you've ever heard the story about the old coach. Talking to the young coach, and he said, "John, you want to make a lot of money." He's got his hand all curled up, his fingers oh, all. What was it? All, all, it's all arthritic. And he says, "You want to make a lot of money," and the young coach is like, "Oh yeah, I do." And he's like, "You find what it is you love to do, and you get really, 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 really good at it. You become the best at what you do. The money follows." That's what he said. Yep. It's it's just like I was saying. With you're gonna that. hear that in your sleep tonight. You want to make a lot of money? No, I don't. I don't really. I don't really dream. So I probably you will dream. tonight, bud. Maybe I did have a lucid dream the other night, which I, I I will tell I will tell that after the podcast, but that's not for the podcast because it it's lucid a weird one. It's a weird one. And it'd probably take another. We'd have to extend the podcast to a Joe Rogan four hours if oh wow if if I, if we wanted to get through it. But you um, want a four hour podcast? <laughs> Bring on Gavin Lee Brown. Yeah, have him talk about his lucid dream. That's one thing I will tell you that I got from Trevor Brown over here is the ability to talk. Yeah, you sure did. Oh, I can speak. Yeah, you talk for a, a, you for a while. Spitz bars, mm-hmm. spitz bars. So yeah, Gav, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up because I know you can keep talking for the entire night. Oh yeah. If there was something, we always end our podcast with kind of a mentor slash fatherly advice type of thing. We're gonna flip that on its head. Gotcha. This is your opportunity to have a moment with your father. If there's something that you learned, I call them aha moments, but if there's something that you've either learned 
like overtly where he's like, son, blah, 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 blah. Or it's something you've learned from just watching him that has been impactful. We'll call it in the last six months. But something that you see that you're like, dang, I need I, I, that. I want that. The little X factor. What's something that you've learned from your dad? Well, this is going to be kind of anticlimactic because we already talked about it. Is but, this um, like flushing <laughs> the toilet type of thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, well, actually, actually, oh, that just sparked a, a little thing in my head. Um, <laughs> not and this, sure this, this wanna, is, <laughs> not sure I want to know. He knows exactly what I'm going to say. I think so. Yeah, he knows exactly what I'm going to say. But uh, this uh, that'll be a little additive to what I was going to say. But um, what that sparked my mind of is a little thing called um, piss droplets. Oh, and uh, this is mainly for That's... this is mainly for guys, unless you're a girl and you piss standing out. But um, <laughs> hey, we don't judge. If you want to do that, yeah, no. if you want to do that, we don't judge. They, but they That's do cool. make something that allows women to do that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it'd probably be camping. more. It'd probably be more ac- accurate than guys. But um, true. Um, the thing is, is there's people. And uh, there's actually three levels, of this. and that's that's one thing that I've learned in the last six months is I always thought there was two levels to this. Oh. There's actually three. Oh, um, there's the people that piss and get it all over the toilet seat, and they mm. put the toilet seat down, they wash their hands, they leave. There's also the people that piss all over the toilet seat, and so they go, "Oh shit, I should wipe that up. I should so, have better aim." <laughs> yeah, I should have better aim. I'm I'm dumb, and so they wipe it up and they throw it away and they leave. Yeah. There's the people that get it directly in the toilet. But then the person before them, the first person, pissed all over the toilet seat. And they go, I should clean that up. Mm. And they clean it up even though they pissed directly in the toilet and they get anything out on the outside. They clean up the toilet after that person. It's the other thing is um, putting the shopping cart away. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like, are you crying? My son, everybody. Are you this crying? is my son, everybody. <laughs> this That's- is my son. And so that's that's the I thing. am I'm done. This is my fucking mic drop. I'm walking yeah. off the I'm done. You're I'm retired. done. I've done everything I need to do in this life. But anyways, to get I back, can die right now. Just <laughs> kill me dead right here in this spot. Let's, let's not invite that yeah. on ourselves right now. <laughs> I'm done. I've I've succeeded. Everything. I'm out. But yeah, let let's get to the main point of like the whole last six months with the main thing that's yeah, give not me just sparked the, give me the meat. and we already talked about it so this isn't going to be super uh climactic but um the thing is is the thing that i've learned is um clients the thing you can have clients and you can have a you can have a seller client or whatever a distributor client relationship and that's only going to go so far but you can have and that's not necessarily you don't have to be friends with everybody i mean keep my dad seems to have an ability to be friends with everybody, but um, you don't have you don't have to be friends with everybody. But you can be polite to everybody and create a relationship with everybody. And a relationship with your client is going to bring so much more. Or a relationship with a a vendor or, or distributor, if you are the client, a relationship with the with the client or the vendor or something like that is going to bring so much more business or so much more benefits to you than it is if it's just a work relationship. If it's literally just, yeah, I need this, this, and this. All right, sick. Send it over. But if you if you start that, you're like, hey, how are you doing? How, how are, ask about the kids. Ask about something like that. And you, it's the little stuff like that. I mean, it's all, I mean, I guess the whole wrap-up of this podcast you can think about is the little stuff. That's the thing. You can, everything goes back to the little stuff. And so it's that asking just little tiny things and like I, one example i can give of it is the other day i've got this lady that i was working for her awesome older lady her name's linda and um linda always pays well she always pays us like 
triple over what what I ask her. But um, wow. And she, actually, she tipped us like three flat screen TVs last time we were over there. One of which didn't work, but that's all uh, all good. Not the point. But um, we were over there, and the first thing I show up and I go, Linda, you got your hair cut. Oh, it yeah. looks great. Oh, well played. And it's the little stuff. Did you like see that. her light up? Oh yeah. <gasps> Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, exactly. And uh-huh. so it's it's that little bit more relationship and just being held just it's the dumbest stuff. But a lot of times during the all the COVID stuff, I'd be sitting on the couch doing my homework and I'm just listening to him on business calls all day with different people. And mm-hmm. he's got I don't know if he's because neither me or him have the best memory, but we both have this little piece of our brain that we can store back there. They're just random facts about people that we can ask about when we when we start talking about him, it's that little stuff that like he's got, he knows ev- one thing about every single one of his distributors everywhere. He knows one. Oh, how's your kid's soccer game? Or how's the wife, how, how's, how'd the wife do? Or like, how, how, I don't know what, what you ask, but <laughs> there's, it, it's just a little thing that he can ask with every single person that's, and it's all different. It's not that generic. How are you today? How are you today? I'm great. Thanks. Yeah. I'm not asking you. Joey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you cared. I thought we had a relationship. No, there. Jody, we don't. We're not a client. You're not my client. Right, I could be. Um, <laughs> I actually have some stuff in my house. That's all about. <laughs> I need some shit. I'll hire somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's crazy because it's not that he's not answering the phone. And go, hey, it's Sher Brown. How are you doing? Hey, it's Sher Brown. How are you doing? He's, hey, it's Sher Brown. <laughs> oh, Gary, how are you doing? Well, actually, we don't like Gary. Um, fuck, Gary. <laughs> fuck Gary. Um, yeah, we don't like Gary. But oh. let's say let's say Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Gary's no longer I, with us. Gary's no longer with us. We don't like Gary. But um, I thought you just replied to everybody as buddy. Hey buddy. Hey bud. How'd you do? Yeah, hey, buddy. Your bud. Hey bud. Hey bud. Yeah, but it's hey, it's cool to just see him, and it's funny because you can hear a lot of times he has a speakerphone because he's got his little phone stand. And he just answers it and puts on speakerphone. You could hear the the client light up when mm-hmm. he they yeah what's up and he's like asks about something personal to him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you can almost hear him like adju- readjust himself in their seat. Oh my gosh, yeah. The my son's soccer game was great. He scored, he scored two goals and so and it's that little bit and it's that's going to get the benefits or that's going to get the extra sale. And when they're thinking about who to go with, they're going to go with Tui Hunter. They're going to go with Havoc Sales or the well, Amvic. Um, they're going to go with Innovative Custom Homes, and so it's just that little extra bit. And that's there you go. That's all I'll lead it off with. Dang, you raised the a little good one. stuff. I'm telling you, the fruit of my loins. I, uh, I'm proud of you, bud. I mean, I say it all the time. Super proud of you. I think everybody on this podcast can hear uh, now why I brag about this kid on previous podcasts because he's fucking dialed, just like his dad. He's good looking and charming mm-hmm. and funny and modest. Humble. Should I hit the super, super, super humble. humble outro music now, or should saying, I? Uh, should I give well you guys more time? The, no, hit the music now. Jesus, he'll just keep talking wow. anyways. I got so many other things I could say about. There's but. so many adjectives to describe us. Yeah. <laughs> Get the whiteboard yeah. out. <laughs> no, I love you, bud. You're my boy. I've got tattooed on my arm. Yep. You're my boy. You're my dad. And uh, we're we're gonna see great things out of you, and we're gonna hopefully teach some other kids how to do some great things. So teach them how to swim. If, Hey, and yep. guess what? Reach out to him. Uh, we'll link him in the in the store in the show notes. Havoc Partners on Instagram. Reach out to us. We will link you to Gavin if you have any yep. questions. He's I, he's happy to answer questions. I literally basically do everything at this point. So shoot me anything you need except for uh, pulling weeds. That's doesn't pull weeds. Do. Hey, you gotta have boundaries. 